We're on a mission from God. And now, something completely different. Happy Saturday to everyone. I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in picturesque South St. Louis. And I am Pastor Jolly John Lekumski from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois. And we have some more fresh grade school jokes for you this morning. Awesome! The they kids, don't get any fresher than this. They had so much fun last week, they came back again this Saturday. I <laughs> drove all the way yes, over yes, from New Athens, Illinois. So let me introduce them to you real quick. We'll start with you. I'm Eric Rader. And we also have... I'm Lauren Rader. Alright, so we got the two grandkids. And Mom Naomi is in the back there uh, trying to keep uh, corralled, these, these two kids corralled. And again, let's get right to it. So what is the joke, Eric? You get to start. What is the uh, Polish... By the way, we have an international audience here. This Where is are great. you from? Where are you from originally? Poland. Poland. Okay. Poland. So what is your joke? Um, why do we tell actors to break a leg? Oh, see, and Eric and I, we relate to this because we are both what? We are actors. Actors, in fact. Yes, we, we, uh, what play were we just in? Beauty and the Beast. All right. I heard him say Grandpa was the crazy old guy. Yep, and and Eric, what were you, Eric? (laughs) I was Poos the dog. Yep, so he was the dog in the play. Anyway, the joke, though, the joke, everyone's waiting for the joke. Um... Because every play has a cast for it. There we go. Uh, That's why they say break a leg, because every play has a cast. cast. All right. Nice, Eric. All right, next to Lauren. Lauren, what is your joke? How many feet are in a backyard? What? How many feet are in a backyard? Well, I, I don't know. It depends how many people are in it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many people are in it now? Good one. Uh, uh, Lauren and Mom actually have to leave. Uh, Eric decided he would brave it out with us. But, Lauren, I, I want you to come here. Come here real quick before you go. Tell them in Korea, what did you call your father? What was the Korean word for father? Appa. 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 And that's what we talked about last week, that, that the word in the Bible is not the formal word, oh, Father, but it's these this beautiful childlike word, uh, Appa, in the Korean, uh, Abba, uh, in the language Jesus spoke Aramaic. Yeah. So, all right, thank you so much, guys. Loved having you here. It's like the same, but Appa and Abba. Very, very close. similar, though. Say goodbye, Lauren. Goodbye. Bye, Lauren. <laughs> All righty. Whoa. <laughs> their jokes are a lot better than ours, John. That, I don't know. They are. They're making us look kind of bad. I but. know. How are we going to top this in the future? <laughs> All right, Matt. Where do we want to go from here? So we did the beginning, so we're, the yeah, introduction, we're, we're the Our the Father. Prayer, you bet. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Well, now let's let's just move on to the next part. So Okay. We're, Again, we want to look at uh, this prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. His disciples said, Lord, teach us how to pray. That was that request we heard last week on in uh, uh, Luke chapter 11. 
And we come before God with that same request. Teach us how to pray. And Jesus does. He teaches us how to pray. And he teaches us with the very same words that he taught those very first disciples with the words of the Lord's Prayer. So the, the Lord's Prayer, again, a prayer that's our model for how to pray. So this is kind of a prayer that we could structure our own prayers off of. But it's also a prayer that we, we pray ourselves uh, just in the same way that Jesus prayed it. So uh, an important prayer, a prayer that we can learn from and that we're going to spend a few weeks on here and wrestling with the basics. Well, well, and the neat thing about the Lord's Prayer is you know exactly what God wants to do for you. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, well, and we'll talk about this in a few weeks when we deal with the petition, Thy will be done. Yes. Because uh, honestly, God invites us to come and tell us whatever it is, our heart's concern is, our heart's desire. But there's no guarantee he's going to do everything we ask him to do. Uh, and we'll talk about why that's actually a really good thing that he doesn't yeah. do that. Uh, but when you go to the Lord's Prayer, you know, everything you've asked here, God is going to do that because that's what he told you to ask. But that's what he told you to pray That's a beautiful for. thing. He wants to give us our daily bread. Yeah. He, he, he will... Uh, guard and protect us against the evil one. I, I think that's a beautiful thing. In these words of the Lord's Prayer, we know this is God's will. And, you know, the thought just occurred to me that it also helps us see what our needs really are. Because maybe we really don't know what we need to pray for. But when you go through the Lord's Prayer, you say, oh, I, yeah, I do need to pray for daily bread. I kind of thought I could handle that on my own. Yeah. But maybe I need to ask for that. And certainly the forgiveness thing, yeah, that's... So anyway, it's also kind of a, a help to us to see what it is we really need from God our Father. And the great thing is, it's what he really plans to give. Yes. And how he gives us daily bread, that example, I'll just pick up on, to all people. But in that petition, we rest, he's given it to us, yep. among yep. us, to us. And okay. in light of that, it's kind of surprising what he says the first thing is we should pray for. Because I'll tell you right now, I, I do a lot of praying. Eric, Eric's still with us. You do praying, Eric? Come here, get up here. Yes, I do praying. Okay, when, when do you pray? When I go to bed sometimes. Like, when I go to bed, I just pray to God. Well, let me ask you, when you pray to God, have you ever said, God, you know, here's the most important thing. I really want your name to be holy. Is that what you ever prayed? Yes. You did. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Right, and yeah. a little child will lead us. Because honestly, I'm usually praying about my name <laughs> as I look about it. <laughs> yeah. I want God to do something to make my name better and more honored and holy. But well, anyway, I'm jumping the gun. No, this is good. This is good. Uh, 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 that's a little, I think it's a little intimidating too. Oh, yeah. You know, again, we talked about last week how can we talk to Almighty, All Knowing, All Holy God? And here we're calling him holy. How would be that oh, name? Wow. Holy is thy oh, name. Yeah. And it is a little intimidating, I think, that we call this holy God also our Father. Uh, wow. It's pretty amazing. And and I think sometimes, and I think you, you alluded to this last week too, John, that. You know, in calling God holy, I think it's also recognition that guess who's unholy? Yeah. Me. You know, as I yeah. come to God, if I'm honest with myself, I'm unholy. And so, you know, to really come before God in prayer for him, to, to, to know that he's going to hear and answer prayer, maybe I need to be a little more holy. Yeah. If I was a little more, if I was like, you know, the disciple Peter or the apostle Paul, or if I was like... Uh, you know, those guys are wrestling with the basics on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe God would hear my prayer, right? 
And and that's not it at all, Except right? that Paul says he is the foremost yeah. of sinners. And Peter that. is the one who denies the Lord three times. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I and I, I like what Luther says. This is from not just the small catechism, but the large catechism. Whoa! Uh, but Luther makes a good point here, I think. These thoughts of, I'm not holy enough to pray. I'm not says, even strong enough to lift up the large catechism. That's how <laughs> large it is. And you, I, okay, well, go. I lifted it up. I cracked it open. And Luther says... We let thoughts like these lead us astray and stop us from praying. Thoughts like, I am not holy or worthy enough. If I were as godly or holy as St. Peter or St. Paul, then I would pray. But put such thoughts away, Luther says. You should say, my prayer is as precious, holy, and pleasing to God as that of St. Paul or the most holy of saints. And then here's his point. God does not consider prayer because of the person, but because of his word and his obedience to it. And I, I think that's just beautifully put. And we talked about that a little last week, too. But that God doesn't hear our prayers because we're holy people. He hears our prayers because he's a holy God. A holy God who keeps his promises to hear our prayer and to answer our prayer. And so our, our prayers aren't heard because of our piety and how good we are. But they're heard because of God's promise. They're heard because of God's promise to, to listen to hear, to answer. So we pray because he told us to, it's a commandment, and we pray because he promised to answer it. Yeah, you're right. So you don't even need to worry about whether you deserve it or worthy of it. It all has to do with God and what his word has told us. Exactly. And that's why we can have confidence in prayer. You know, with that boldness and confidence that children ask their dear father, so also we can have that boldness and confidence. Not because of anything in us, not because we're holy people, but because he's promised it and commands it. And yet, isn't there kind of a shyness and a humility in that first petition, hallowed be thy name. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because, well, yeah, we are, as I said, for myself, so often concerned about our name, but no, Lord, really, if, if your name will be holy amongst people, that'd be the best thing for us. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I'm going to call Eric in here again. Can I call Eric? Oh, yeah, in? Come yeah. in, Eric. Because uh, I, I think it puzzles us that we would begin by talking about the name of God, uh, although I think we've given some good reason already. Yeah. Yeah. What, what if, Eric, how would you feel if I would say that your dad is a big, fat, lazy man? I would get mad. Thank you. So the honor of your father's name is a really important thing to you, isn't it? Yes, it is. And by the way, he's not a big, fat, lazy man. He's a very skinny man and a hard worker. He loves to wash cars, mow grass, as well as go and work to give you guys food and housing and all kinds of fun stuff, right? Yep. All right. Thank you, Eric. So, yeah. So, actually, I'm thinking since he's our father, then it actually is a very natural thing to pray that his name would be hallowed. Because who wants their father to be defamed or made fun of or insulted? Yeah. 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 yeah we, we want his name to be kept holy. Yeah. 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 Good. And I, I think that's interesting. If we began the prayer, how would we begin? I, I'm not sure how we begin, but, you know, maybe we begin by thinking on our sinfulness and our failures, but, but that's not how Jesus begins the prayer. He, he draws the focus away from us, really, I think, too, and even our failures, and he draws our focus to God's perfection, to God's holiness. That's where we begin, who God is, who is this Father that we're praying to. Yeah. Uh, so again, holy, holy. Uh, yeah. You know, on the one hand, I think it's 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 this awe-inspiring thing, almost intimidating. On the other hand, I think that we we just kind of 
we make too light of that word holy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we use it. We say, "Holy cow!" Oh. We got our sound effect. <laughs> okay, even, go right? ahead and do oh, it. Just goodness, get it out of your system. Holy yeah. cow! Yeah, thank as you. much as I like that, I know a good Harry Carey <laughs> signature, "Holy cow!" Uh, you know, I, when we use it like that, and then the "Holy moly" and "Holy smokes" and all these things. <laughs> you know, we, we also don't want to take away that holiness from our Lord God, too. And again, I think it goes back to the second commandment, that, that we hallow his name, that we keep it holy, that we use it to pray and praise to give thanks. And the Lord's Prayer is one place where we most certainly are using God's name rightly in a place where we do indeed keep it holy. Yeah. You know, I think that they were holy, too, in worship. Yes. Um, yeah. When they were holy, it comes up a lot at church. We were saying all the time in worship. Yeah. But but it's a word we don't speak. We It's a word that we sing. And I think that's oh, kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. It's, holy is one of those words that just kind of begs to be sung, I think. Holy, holy, yeah, holy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in this book that we've been reading. See, Eric, we do a little musical this, theater here as well. I know. We just kind of break into song. <laughs> it's like a musical here on Wrestling the right. Basics. Uh, this, this book, Our Way Home, A Journey Through the Lord's Prayer. Uh, he talks a, a little bit about um, how it's not just my father, right? Right, it's, it's our, our father. father. Yeah. Our, yeah. our father, Jesus' father, our fellow Christian's father. Yeah, thank you for adding that. So it's our in the terms of Jesus is praying, we're praying, but also all of our fellow Christians yeah. are praying. Yeah. I don't know if people realize that. You cannot really go into the closet and pray by yourself yes. because when you're praying, everyone else who belongs to the body of Christ is there uh, praying the same things that you're praying. Yeah. yeah, so picking up on that exact theme and this idea of music, yeah. th- th- this book picks up on this three-part chord in prayer. Oh, so cool. So three notes played at the same time as we yep. come before God in prayer. Because like you said, we don't pray alone. I'm an organist. I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, good. Yeah. Perfect. That's right. I know you do it all, don't you? You, you preach, you lead the worst service, and then <laughs> it's when it's a one time man, for him, you jump on the show. organ and off you yeah, go. It's, yeah. it's pretty impressive. Uh, go on out to New Athens and see Pastor John in action. Um, but but the first part of that three-part chord, that joining in prayer with us when we pray, uh, are you know kind of a high note on the chord, I guess you'd say, the yeah. angels in heaven. Oh, there you go. You know, and that, that's, that's a pretty cool picture. We have this picture in the book of Revelation in particular where the angels... Uh, With the uh, angels and archangels yeah. and all the company of heaven. That's right that's from the liturgy. That's what we say, right? You know, yeah. that we sing then, holy, holy, holy. Uh, is the Lord God Almighty? You know that that's pretty cool. That that holiness. So so we you know as 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 God hears the songs of the angels, so also He hears our words and our voices too. That's pretty amazing. We blend together. Uh, the second note in the chord are are another group in heaven, the saints themselves, those who have died in the faith. Uh, and we think about those individuals too. We think about those. Uh, people who who heard our first words, perhaps here on earth, our parents and grandparents who are now uh, with the Lord. And again, that idea of the whole company of heaven joining together, singing and saying holy, acknowledging who God is. And then the the third part of that chord are the saints here on earth still, our our fellow Christians, our brothers and sisters in Christ. And I think sometimes we lose sight of that. From all corners of the world, people praying, coming before God in prayer, uh, perhaps even praying the, the Lord's Prayer at the very same time in unison. Um, we have Christians from places like Korea and Poland, like we talked about earlier, uh, the United States and all places in between, that our voices are joined in one as we pray, how would be thy name, as we acknowledge God's holiness and who he is. And that's just, it's beautiful, these hundreds of thousands, millions of voices praying along with us, parallel to our voices and prayers, 
uh, coming before that same Father in heaven. And, and I find that a great comfort and a great encouragement to know uh, that when I'm praying the Lord's Prayer in particular, it's not just an individual thing. It's not like me against the world, but it's me and Jesus and God and the whole assembly of all those who belong to yeah. him. Both, I, I appreciate what you said, both those in the past and in the present, and I suppose, in a sense, those in the future as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it's How could God not answer that? Yeah. You know, the cry of all of these saints, how could he not answer yeah. that cry? And he invites every one of them, too. And yeah. uh, that's just beautiful. And, and that acknowledgement that when we're with the Lord in his nearer presence, uh, the, the, the song goes on, that, that song of holy, yeah. holy, holy, and acknowledging who our God is. So I, I think that's a beautiful thing, that it's our Father and this it's this corporate prayer and we're joined together. But at the same time, it, there's this beautiful truth that God also just hears us as an individual yes. too yeah. as we pray. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like our prayer gets lost in all these voices of angels and saints on earth and in heaven. No, it, it blends with theirs, but at the same time, our voice is heard. So the illustration that's used, and I, I kind of like this, is this, this idea of a, a choir. And when you're... You've been in choirs before. We've been in choirs together, yes, even yeah. in New Athens uh, during Vicarage and things. But when, when the choir director kind of stops and points his baton and says, I heard that, and points at you, <laughs> it is usually not a good thing, right? Yeah, you had to bring that up. That happens quite often. I didn't want to name yeah, names. But... Yeah, they're always pointing at me. Why is that? <laughs> We're usually sharp or you're flat, <laughs> flat. Came in too soon, too late. Who knows? Yeah. I heard that. Uh, but. When, when God, the heavenly choir director, points at us and says, I heard that. Now, that's not a bad thing. That That's a beautiful That is a good thing. thing. That, that is a good thing. Our prayers are not lost among the multitude of Christians on earth or in heaven. No, I heard that. He hears us as individuals. Um, whether it's praying as we go to bed at night, like Eric said earlier, or we're praying together with everyone in worship. He hears us as individuals, too. And that may amaze us, but it fits in with what God said, that he actually numbers the hairs on our head. So I suppose, yes, he could pick us out out of that multitude of voices because he knows us that intimately, that closely. And you know why he can pick us out, Matt? It's because the size of our heart, the size of our heart that he's hearing, those things, those groanings that are going on within us, yeah, he hears those. And in fact, maybe he hears them better than we hear ourselves, you think? Yeah. We in our words may be saying one thing because our mind is going, but he says, no, but I hear what your heart really, really desires, what it really wants. Yeah, yeah I hear that verse, the Holy Spirit interceding for us with groans that we can't yeah. even understand. What yeah. a cool picture that is. So he knows us, okay? But then even more than that, as we call him holy, hallowed be thy name, he, he even recognizes us as as being holy exactly and that's a pretty neat idea too and again it's not because of the the strength of our faith you know it's not because we're like peter or paul uh no it's because he's made us holy um the word holy it's used more than any other book of the new testament it's used in the book of hebrews and uh, it's used seven times in just six verses oh wow holiness. wow and and each time the focus is really on the the holiness that comes from the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Uh, again and again, that's that's the focus. Uh, so Hebrews 10, verse 10, it says, We've been sanctified, we've been made holy, in other words, through the offering of the body of Christ once and for all. Uh, Hebrews 2 says, uh, For he who sanctifies, he who makes holy, Jesus, right? Uh, and those who are sanctified, made holy, us, we have one source. That's why he's not ashamed to call them 
brothers. Ah, yeah. You know, so yeah. it's it's this beautiful picture that because of this holy God, whose name we're hallowing, sent his son Jesus Christ, and through his death, through the shedding of his blood, we are made holy. And so we're able to address that holy God again, all because of Jesus, because of Jesus, the one who brings us before the Father, the one who makes us holy through his blood to even speak to the Father in prayer. I'm suspecting that we're going to see this theme as we move on uh, throughout the rest of the petitions of the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Because the thought occurred to me, uh, we're told we're supposed to pray in the name of Jesus. Scripture emphasizes that over and over again. And yet we never use the name Jesus in the Lord's Prayer. That's a good point. Yeah. And yet, no, all of that is in the name of Jesus. How do we dare address him as our Father? Those are Jesus' words. That's what he said, okay? How can we talk about the holiness of God, except, again, we know that Jesus has made us holy by cleansing us from all our sins, right? It's all been washed away in our baptism. So literally, the entirety of the Lord's Prayer is a prayer in the name of Jesus, because without Jesus, you would never, ever have thought that you could pray for those things. Most definitely. And and I think that where it's all in the name of Jesus, and, and when we come to worship, too, I think... We see it in action, right? Yeah. So we're sanctified. We're made holy again and again. The words of absolution and the Lord's Supper and baptism, all those things made holy by those means of grace. And again, all for Jesus' sake, all because of what he's done for us. But before we go on, I, I, I want to emphasize again, I think that's interesting in the order of the petitions that it begins with three thy petitions and then four our petitions. And I think there's a lesson in that for us because we do tend in our own personal prayer to focus on the hours, what we want, what would be good for us. And and it's not to say we shouldn't do that because that'll as we get on, we'll see that's definitely part of it. God wants us to call upon him for our things. But I think it's important for us to notice that what we really need to be praying for is his things, the things of God. Yeah. And in this one, the chief thing we pray for is that his name would be holy. Uh, And as you talked about earlier in terms of the uh, uh, give us this day our daily bread, let me just read what it says here if I could from the uh, catechism. Uh, God's name is certainly holy in itself, but we pray in this petition that it may be kept holy among us. Yes. So uh, it is something we're praying for, for you and me and for Eric and Lauren and Naomi and for all those who are Christian and all those who have not yet come to faith either, that they would come to see it uh, as a holy name. Yeah. And that we, and along that vein, if it kept holy among us, we, we don't just pray a prayer of hallowed be thy name. We do that certainly, but we also live a life of hallowed oh, yes. be thy yeah. name yeah. so that God's name would be hallowed in our words in our actions, in the way we live out our vocations as parents and as sons and daughters and friends and neighbors, that in all that we do, God's name would be hallowed among us and through us. God's name is kept holy when the Word of God is taught in its truth and purity, and we, as the children of God, also lead holy lives according to it. Yeah. Yeah. So certainly in worship, that that name being kept holy, us being made holy for Jesus' sake, but beyond worship, beyond the walls of the church, that we would live lives of holiness, lives where God's name is hallowed by what we say and what we do. Very good. Yeah. Very good. All right. 
So where do we move from here, Matt? Well, we'll just keep trucking through the Lord's Prayer, think so? I guess. So, you yeah, think so? unless you got okay. something else for next week. But uh, No, uh, I think we'll right, continue to do this. Uh, and, and Eric, uh, your mom and your daughter has left us, but we want to say thank you for being part of our show today. Uh, any last words you'd like to say to the listeners? Here's your big chance. You're on radio worldwide. Thanks for listening, and we'll be tuned for next Week. There we go. Oh, very good. He's Thanks, a porn, well porn radio <laughs> announcer. So, what grade are you going into, Eric? Um, going to seventh. Going into seventh grade. All right. right. Yep. So he is a big junior higher. In fact. He will be starting confirmation with his oh, grandpa. Congratulations. And guess what? One of the things is we're going to be studying in confirmation. Can you guess, Eric? Can you guess? Come here. Come here. What do you think? What do we just talk about? The Lord's Prayer. That's what we're going to be talking about in confirmation. Oh, he too. is going to be ahead of the game. Eric, <laughs> oh boy. You know it already. That's great. No, very good. So God's blessings you, Eric, as you continue to grow in faith and, and have confirmation with your grandpa. That'll be fun. <laughs> it will be. It will be fun. It always and, is. And we hope you're having fun with us here at Wrestling with the Basics.